I'm Amy, a life coach and personal growth mentor. You're listening to Roots Change, a Grow With Me podcast. Yep, I'm willing to share my journey in hopes it helps you and yours. There's something that most of us do and don't really talk about. We watch other people in restaurants or at work or in a bar talking and smiling and laughing. And we think to ourselves, I wish I had that. As human beings, we all long to be part of a thriving community. It's in our DNA, it's part of who we are. We need relationships. And often, the relationships that we have. And the types of relationships we want are light years away from each other. We might have some, but almost 100% of the time, whenever this conversation comes up, it's the same thing. We all wish we had more. Deeper connections. Meaningful conversation. Someone you can go and do those things with. And we don't got them. Why do you think that is? Seriously, I can only speak for myself. In a few minutes, I will. But I challenge you to do a little soul searching today to figure out why you don't have the relationships, the community that you crave right now. This is something that I have wrestled with for years. Part of me felt guilty, like it's shameful to wish you had an abundant community. Like it means something negative about the people in our life if we want to invite more in. And that's nonsense. That guilt might keep friends from talking about this topic with each other. And I think that's a shame. I think it's a shame that we can't connect with the people close to us and say, you know what? I really wish I had someone I could connect with on this level. Or I really wish I could share my love of this activity with like-minded people. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, by keeping our mouths closed and not talking to each other, we are not empowering our friends and family to start getting honest about the community that they crave. If we start having these conversations, we're giving each other permission to go out there and get it. And that takes courage. We often don't have the relationships that we want because we're scared to go after them. This is my truth. It might not be yours. I was a habitual offender of I wish I had that. I wish I had those types of friends. I felt like shit most of the time when it came to friendships. Even when it came to relationships I had with my own family, I oftentimes would wish we did this or that or could talk about things that we didn't really talk about it or frankly that I could just be myself with everybody who I chose to engage with. So yes, this is something that I have wrestled with. Most of my life, the relationships I had and the relationships I wanted weren't always a match or... There was a whole lot of more of me to go around and I noticed the lack a lot. So the truth is, the reason I didn't have what I wanted 
was I told myself I couldn't. I kept myself from the relationships I desired because I didn't believe I could have them. I didn't believe I was worthy of having them. I didn't even think I could. Literally, I truly did not believe I could. I had settled in to this is as good as it gets, and it's not my fault. <laughs> Listen, how the hell was I supposed to know what I was doing, which, by the way, was self-sabotaging in a huge way? I was in an almost constant state of suffering. The Amy that I presented to the world and was at war with internally was a result of a lot of unhealed trauma. A completely skewed understanding of how things really work in this life and a ton of conditioning. It was 2018, I think, before I got honest with myself and even acknowledged that I was afraid of trying to love the life that I had, to not accept any longer that this is as good as it gets, to really start doing the work that was required to live a life I loved. It took a lot, and I was taught not to want. I was taught that what we want doesn't even actually matter, that my feelings didn't matter. And so from a very broken place, I came up with a ton of ideas about who I am, who I was, what I deserved, what I was capable of achieving, and that very much carried over into the relationships I had with human beings, not just the intimate relationships I had with men, but also my friendships and connections. My whole community was limited. I was limiting myself. And that's a hard thing to hear, especially when when it's being told from yourself. I didn't believe I was worthy of being a part of a thriving community. I didn't feel like I had anything to offer, and I was super scared that people would find out who I really was. So I was very broken at that time. I carried with me tons of shame. And from a place of shame and brokenness, it's really hard to believe you are deserving of more. I truly believe that this was as good as it would get, excluded myself from any opportunity to change that. So for me, I just couldn't believe it was possible to have the types of meaningful connections that I really wanted. I kept wanting and wishing but never believed I deserved any of it. And if you do not believe something is possible, it's not. I excluded myself by choice. And I did it for a really long time. I'm sure if I really thought about it, I could come up with an even earlier example. But one of the first indicators that I can remember where this was a problem for me, that I was limiting myself, that I was scared of building what I wanted for myself was my junior year of high school. I had been kicked out of my dad's house and sent to live with my mom in a super dramatic way. It wasn't pleasant at all. I guess it was just becoming a little too hard to raise me, and so he made a choice. It could have been 
my weaponized mouth, constantly skipping school, partying on the weekends, even on the, like I was crying out for help and he was only doing what he felt he could do. So he sent me to live with my mom. I very quickly made a few friends, one who really stuck and might be listening. Hello, Sarah. <laughs> anyway, hindsight is twenty twenty. He did the right thing. I was actually beginning to make better choices. I was beginning to mend the relationship with myself for probably the first time ever. I know this is true because I can see the evidence that it was. I love musicals. I have so many clear memories of me watching different musicals and thinking to myself like one day I'm going to be up on a stage and I'm going to sing and act and do it all. I sang in my choir. I performed on stage before, but it was always, I always auditioned for the silly parts. I was Elvis and Jesus Christ Superstar. My friend Jamie and I in like eighth grade won the talent show singing Love Shack. I always positioned myself in a way where I was comedic. I was trying to make people laugh versus see that I was actually any good. So I limited myself a lot. And my junior year of high school, I must have started to build up my self-esteem because I heard that we were doing the musical Three Sisters and I signed up. I will never forget how it felt to sign my name up on a sheet of paper. My hand was legit trembling. The amount of courage it took me to go and stand up on that stage to audition is astounding. I don't remember any of it. I do not remember a thing. I completely blacked out, but I did it. And then you know what, friends? I got one of the leading roles and I never showed up. <laughs> I didn't show up. I could just like cry when I think about it. It's one of like the, one of my great regrets, but you know what? Everything happens for a reason. So it is what it is. But I didn't show up because I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe that I would ever be a part of a theater community, that I wouldn't have what it takes, that I didn't belong there. And so I excluded myself, and that is the first piece of strong evidence of what I was creating. I didn't believe I deserved to connect with the people and the types of relationships that I craved. Just last week, I did something that made me highly uncomfortable. I love to walk. I love to hike. I love to camp. I love to ride my bike. I also don't have anybody to do that with. Instead of sitting in my house wishing I had people to do that with, I found a Facebook group full of them in my local area. I cannot tell you in words how excited I am to go on my first hike or overnight hiking camping trip. I have never done that and... <gasps> The thought of it just excites me. I'm sharing this because I want you to see what's possible. It is possible to have the types of relationships and community that you want. You can call it into existence by one, being honest about yourself and about what you want, and two, learning why you don't have it, and three, doing the work to believe you can. That's it. 
If you don't believe you can, you never will. If you don't believe it's possible, it's not. Our thoughts create our reality. This didn't happen overnight. I didn't go from feeling like I couldn't have the community and friendships that I wanted to creating it. It took a literal year. It took me a year to get to the place where I could invite people to coffee that I didn't know. As I started to heal my trauma and accept myself, forgive myself, and to let go of the shame that weighed me down for years and years and years, I changed. And as I changed, so did my thoughts. I started to believe that it was possible to be friends with people that I always felt beneath. Hello. Oh my God. The way we talk to ourselves matters. What we believe is possible becomes our reality. It is all connected. Our thoughts create our feelings, dictate our actions, and are a clear indicator of our results. I had to get really intentional about the thoughts that were being offered to me. I had to not so much control them, but definitely begin to manage my mind and choose which thoughts that I would just accept and which thoughts that I would understand the root of where they were coming and let them go. And when I began to be intentional with my thoughts and I started to feel more confident and worthy of having the life that I deserve and the people that I want to call into it, I started to create that. I am living that reality right now, and I'm continuing to call new people into my community. I understand why I couldn't before. So today, if you do not have the relationships that you crave, if you are not part of a thriving community and you wish with all your heart you were, ask yourself what is going on. What thoughts are you having? When you see human beings exchange energy and you look at them and the thought that comes to surface, the thought that is offered to you is, I wish I had that. If you don't, you need to ask yourself why, because that is where the work starts. You deserve to have a life that you love. You are living it right now. You just have not fully awakened to it. You deserve 100% of all the happiness there is in this life for you. You deserve to have the connections that you crave. You deserve to be part of a thriving community. You are deserving and worthy of anything you want, regardless if you wholeheartedly believe that you can. It doesn't change anything. The fact remains that what you desire is meant for you or you never would have desired it in the first place. We are here to live life and enjoy it, to create, to have meaningful relationships with each other, to experience joy. That is what this life is all about. That is what makes physical life amazing. So please do not sit on the sidelines for another second. Do not suffer wishing and wanting to be a part of something that you currently are afraid to join. Do the work. 
find out what's going on, find out how your thoughts are stopping you. And if it is trauma, heal it. Find somebody to work with, seek out therapy. This is not as good as it gets. You can live a life you love. Roots change with every choice you make. Until the next time, you are loved, you are worthy, and you can achieve anything.